0: Sky and We got a barn burner for you today. I am sitting down with my friend, Brooks Whelan, today. Uh, it's going to be an awesome interview. I've already recorded it. I know it's great. You're going to enjoy it. Welcome to Y'all Ever. This is the only podcast on the internet. I am your host, Hampton Yunt. This is a comedy mental health program all about the universal, super relatable humor of staring into the dark abyss. Know what I'm saying? Y'all ever? Come on. Hey, come with it now. Hey, uh, do you guys like... Here's a quick question. Do you guys like that theme song? <laughs> Is the theme song already too obnoxious? I think twice is maybe too many times. And, uh, you know, I want to change it. I think I'll just keep this song, but I've been approached. Been approached by a couple bands, you know? A couple big A listers. Rage Against the Machine. Profits of Rage. Audio Slave somehow. <laughs> And I had to tell them, no, that you can't. They you, you all suck, and uh, you can't have write my theme song. <laughs> Except for audio slaves, pretty... <laughs> that's uh that's the new rule. Sorry, guys. New rule. You can't write me a theme song. I'm new rule. Well, guys, this is a very fun episode. I'm not going to waste too much time. uh Let's see. I want to quickly tell you guys that the last episode I had was with Christian DeGay. He's an old friend. It was a wonderful episode. And I just want you guys to know that he's part of a show that was supposed to be. Oh, excuse me. Ugh. Am I dying? <laughs> he was part of a show that was on. Uh, It was shot and paid for by TBS. It never came out. It's called The Dress Up Gang. Uh, It's so funny. It's so insanely funny and weird. And I think people who like this podcast would absolutely love this show. Um, So good news is, I mean, as tragic as it is for a show like this to get shelved, uh, they felt bad that they couldn't put it out. Uh, And so TBS actually put it up for free. On, like, tbs.com slash the Dress Up Gang. If you just look up The Dress Up Gang and uh, uh, TBS, you can watch it for free. You don't have to sign in. You don't have to pay anything. It's just the entire series. You can watch an entirely amazing show. And, uh, you know, I just want I just want people to check it out, you know? Some free shit out there. Um, You guys, I'm going to read a quick email from one of you guys. Uh, we... Suggest a lot of y'all-evers as they come up, and um, this one's short and sweet. (laughs) Not sure what the prompt was for this, but the subject line from one of you guys here is, uh, y'all ever have a cop in the fam? (laughs) Uh, Man, yes. As you know, uh, Aristotle, my producer, is a cop, and he is a cat, possibly, but he's definitely a cop. Uh, and you can't trust him <laughs> Aristotle if you're listening Aristotle if you're listening to this is this a fucking wire is this podcast a fucking wire <laughs> uh, uh I miss doing these jokes in person with Aristotle Aristotle I miss you I miss calling you a fucking cop <laughs> I tell you ACAB has really split me and Aristotle You know, all cops are bastards, but Aristotle's such a nice, nice boy. (laughs) Uh, No, I've never had a cop in the family. I've had plenty of military, you know, which is a different vibe. I feel Uh, not for nothing. Uh, Just to give my quick opinion on that real quick for no real reason. Cops generally are like failed jocks and uh, just, you know, you know the kids growing up who would abuse power and be bullies. <laughs> Not saying all of them, but that does it. And then I find the people who joined the military uh, and the Marines and stuff were like very intellectual, like love to read, uh, love to uh, talk about. Uh, political philosophy and stuff, and not in, like, a negative way, like, very open-minded. I don't know. So, that's been my personal experience. I'm sure living with the military is no fucking point. <laughs> that's why there's an amendment! You can't live with me! <laughs> guys, that's, I have a whole stand-up bit about it, but, you know. Anyway, so, uh, y'all ever have a cop in the fam? I don't know. If that's happened to you guys, write into y'all ever at... Uh, <laughs> Y'all ever, uh, at Gmail. No, it's y'all ever email at gmail.com. Wow. I forget my own thing. <laughs> there you go. Y'all ever cop in the fam? Straight up, not having a good time. Fellow buddy, 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 Allison. <laughs> Just, I love it. <laughs> I think we set up a prompt of y'all ever, uh, living with someone that you really can't stand right now. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we also had the, um, uh, the parallel y'all ever of, uh, do you, are you staying with somebody who's really helping you through this insane time? But, uh, I love the short and sweet here. <laughs> Damn. What's it like having a cop for a dad? The movies make it seem like you're probably going to be kidnapped. Um, so that's, last I check, not, not good. <laughs> Oh, man. What if, okay, what if, like, the Portland police who are currently um, pulling over people and throwing them into unmarked vans and illegally kidnapping and arresting them, what if, you know, because that's, like, the plot of a movie right there. That's, like, that's literally one of the most terrifying things that could happen if you if you don't know it's the cops i mean let alone if you knew know it's the cops it's like one of the most fucking terrifying things you can imagine to get black bagged by the fucking cops what, but here's the movie spin on this so they do that cops do that but they take a, a cop's daughter yeah you get it and then cop oh, all right i've gotta let the other cops know this is not how that flies I'm like, why are you British? This is Portland. And <laughs> I was transferred for sex crimes. <laughs> I'm a monster in England. I don't know. He just he can't work there. It's a it's a complicated movie. The point is, you need Jason Statham. <laughs> you need that gravitas. <laughs> daughter, cop. They stole my daughter. Who? The cops. But we're the cops. That's right. We have to get us. That's always been the weird thing about this whole scenario is that, like, you really can't uh, call the cops on the cops. (laughs) There's no 911 for, like, hey, uh, police, the police are killing people. Uh, Send negative police. Take away, subtract some of the cops would be good. Tell them to go. (laughs) Uh, That's why they have to build the RoboCop. Listen, I've been saying this for fucking years. (laughs) Can't we just find one mutilated cop and make him a RoboCop? Just get it over with. (laughs) You're going to tell me it's such a difficult job. There should be a a pile of them ready to go. Last I checked... Uh, I see plenty of YouTube videos of robots rolling around and doing like, you know, cup stacking tricks and shit. I mean, come on, let's build the RoboCop. <laughs> all right, you guys, uh, let's get into this interview with Brooks Wheelan. Uh, I've known Brooks for many years when I first lived in my first apartment in Los Angeles that I got all by myself it was a rat hole shit fucking place and he lived it it wound out he he like lived like two blocks away and so we were already good friends and you know we just spent a lot of time hanging out and I've seen him in like high highs and low lows I've been there um through a lot of you know career moments for him and life moments or just been around and he's been around uh mine you know so we've both definitely seen each other cry quite a bit (laughs) so i think that speaks to the friendship um you guys every week i put up uh bonus episodes of this podcast if you like this and you want more of it or you just want to support the podcast uh on patreon.com slash y'all ever every week i throw up uh free bonus episodes uh, with patronage. And um, yeah, check it out if you like this podcast and you want more of it. And it's definitely how this podcast makes money and for less than the price of uh, a sandwich or I don't know how much sandwiches c- cost right now, five bucks, you can support this this wonderful podcast. This is the NPR pitch. Please don't kill Elmo. <laughs> the NPR pitch, Please. Please, they're gonna break Big Bird's thumbs. (laughs) Please donate. Um, You guys, let's jump in. Hey, dude, thanks. Yo, Hampton, how are you? I'm doing good, man, thanks for asking. You're welcome. You have a good background.
1: Mine, I just am sitting in front of my window, and it just it looks like I'm in the fucking witness protection. I'm Tadeshi <laughs> t- t- 69
0: You kind of do look, yeah, can you garble your voice? Um,
1: uh, hey, ha- hello Hampton, how is it going? <laughs> I, I Sure, I, I worked with the Gambino crime family from 18, <laughs> 1871 to 1992. Oh yeah,
0: I need like a Ken Burns style documentary on Takashi's involvement. With like oh, crime, man. I don't even know what he. All I know is that here's all.
1: I don't know why I'm doubling down on here's all I know. We're talking about rapper
0: Takashi Six Nine for, for yes, reference. Yes,
1: uh, if you don't, just think of the person <laughs> least able to go into
0: witness protection. Just think of the Joker, and yeah. he's like you know he he's not holding Gotham for ransom. He's holding all mm-hmm. of our attention for ransom. Yes. Uh,
1: he, but he's like the Joker where even Gerald Leto's version would be like, oh my God.
0: <laughs> Leto's is like, um, I mailed a condom to Will Smith, and even I'm yeah. like, uh, chill. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I don't even know what he did. But he just told some, he was just like involved on a, in a hit, mm-hmm. and then he told, then he was like, uh, it was, you know, it was Brandon. <laughs> I,
0: it was Kyle. Yeah. yeah. Kyle Kyle did it. Kyle did it. Yeah, he squealed, but um I think that's actually kind of noble. I'm a squealer. I will, oh my I gosh, will if absolutely absolutely like, squeal.
1: They, hey, you know how the you know how um the, you're really the bad guys you hang out with? Um <laughs> well do you want to tell on them or do you want to ruin your life? I'm gonna tell on the bad he's not telling on good
0: guys. <laughs> Batman's like, I heard you told on me. You snitched. Yeah, well,
1: well, well, no, he would. T- he's telling on Bane. You <laughs> didn't tell him Batman. Batman's a good guy.
0: Yeah, dude. I don't know. I like your background. I think it actually looks really nice. I like the, mis- the mystery. Um yeah.
1: Well, I was recording in my in the office, and then um, I got yelled at for my podcast <laughs> about the audio quality because it's like i am recording in the opposite of a sound booth. It was just like. <laughs> echoey yeah. and awful.
0: I'm so mad like at people who have able to just ad- adapt immediately to the post apocalypse where it's like did you have a recording studio set up for like yeah. when the nukes go off you're like I just need to go.
1: Yeah, somebody <laughs> I need to somebody go was online. Like, somebody was mad at me. They're like, like you know, they're like, I've been listening to this, which also I love anybody who listened to all 140 episodes of my podcast, got mad one time and gave me one star. Like, uh, very cool, man. But he was like, Listen, man, invest in your product. I can't. I'm like, it's a goddamn pandemic. I don't have a soundproof booth. I'm not asking people to go in soundproof booths who are doing me a favor and interviewing during a pandemic. Mm. Go fuck yourself. Don't listen for too months. I will
0: say also for, for reference, Brooks has gone above and beyond the call of a normal podcast you've set up a zoom record in your own house you, know, right, you don't I, know me anything it's it's wonderful Well, we also both
1: host podcasts so i understand mm-hmm. it's just like i'm not going to ask someone who doesn't host a podcast to get
0: podcast equipment <laughs> guys do check out brooks's podcast entry level do it Y'all? yeah
1: hampton you i think you were like my second or third episode it was great we uh, we really went to we went in deep on
0: the pizza game we set the tone yeah, we 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 yeah. both had deep deep pizza jobs. Deep deep dish pizza jobs.
1: Deep deep dish pizza jobs.
0: <sighs> yeah, I forget. Like there was times after I listened to, it, I was like, man, there was a bunch of shit I didn't even mention. But now I can't remember what I said. So yeah, I don't want to. Well, my my guest this week episode. is Bill.
1: <laughs> yeah, Bill Burr is this week. He was really good. Holy shit! If you can, if you can imagine, he's good at uh, podcasting. He was interesting.
0: <laughs> Did you just let him rant? Did you just let him go off, King? Did he go off?
1: I think I actually fucked up by asking him too many questions instead of just letting him rant. Because he would just be telling some funny story, and I'd be like, "Wait, we got to get back to your to your job when you were 14." And he's like, Mm -hmm. busy, like you know, doing what he does best. And I'm like, "No, remember (laughs) when you were a child?"
0: Yeah, his brain's like a supercomputer of comedy, and it's going a mile a minute. And I'm always like, "Yeah, I'm gonna need a I'm gonna need a sec to catch up." But yeah, no, that he's My, this week. But I don't cares? even think I've uh, really started this podcast, and uh, <laughs> and yeah. we're going, you know.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how's it going over there? I want to come swim in I want to come do, do a uh, uh, cannonball in your pool.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you're clean, if you're all clean, boy, we could uh, put you in the shower. We could like Chernobyl detox.
1: Wait, so for in order for me to go in your chlorine pool, you <laughs> want me to come into your house first?
0: <laughs> it's the same rules i have for a dog brooks it's not it's not all all my human friends it's just you and and types of cocker spaniels all right okay um (laughs) no dude of course man i was gonna say you should come over this weekend if you have time
1: oh i'm i'm going uh in the morning to camp with nick thune on the kern river uh till sunday holy shit
0: that's awesome man. yeah it's
1: it's like my new. It's like my new thing. I figured out this summer since beaches were closed, I started going up to the Kern River, and you. It was. It's been great. It's two and a half hours from where we live.
0: Really, like uh, north. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just. It's like right at the bottom of the Sierra Nevada Mountains. Hmm. And the best part is, it's really. It's it's primitive camping. It's backcountry, and what's really nice is twice a day, um, F F sixteen fighter p- fighter jets. <laughs> Will buzz the campground, terrifying <laughs> you so much because they like literally like use it for what? a training ground. Because yeah, because it's in this valley <laughs> that looks like an Afghanistan fucking oh, it's like
0: awesome thing. So they're they just zoom games? over your hell yeah. Yes,
1: yes, and you just look at them and you you, cla- you you give them a thumbs up and you realize those guys will never be able to come. <laughs> once you've done that, how do you how, how can you ever how's oh, anything no way. gonna you're going 700 miles an hour through a canyon, and then after that, you're supposed to just go to a barbecue.
0: I think that's what Top Gun is about is that, like, they're so repressed gays. They're like, they're all repressed homosexuals, and the okay. only way they can come inside of like a heterosexual prison is they have to fly past this, like, the sound barrier, and that right. makes them like come, basically. Okay. That's why they're all like, all right, watch I- my back, I got your back. Mm -hmm. They just play, you know, uh, volleyball for like three hours of the movie.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we we were talking about how I hope in uh, Top Gun 2 they play spike ball to, you know, throw that show that it's a new millennium.
0: (laughs) I'm so excited. Honestly, there's so few things to get excited about still, but like an ultra nationalistic movie about fighter jets. Yes. Now is the time. Release it. Don't even wait.
1: (laughs) That, straight to Top Gun three where he's just he drives around in an unmarked van that from enterprise just pulling protesters in
0: <laughs> they should just release it in theaters I don't care if no one can actually go they should be defiant
1: imagine how fucking like what a fucking letdown it is. You grew up watching, like, you know, U.S. government movies about the CIA fucking, you know, going undercover into the Kremlin. Oh, I, and yeah, like, that was you my know,
0: childhood, for sure. And
1: then, you know, then, like, injecting some guy and you pull him into a fucking cool car and then you actually do join the CIA. And they're like, here's your rental van to get some protesters. You're going to be the most hated people in the world.
0: Dude, it's wild. You are my favorite person uh, in this regard because you're always the person who reaches out to call me and just be like, oh my God, are, you're are you seeing this? And like you have well- conspiracy theory brain. And you get excited like, when like Ghislaine Maxwell is like arrested well, or like
1: Yes, you tweeted. I'm the you, person I you call. <laughs> and I
0: like it. Yeah, well, I
1: didn't think about it. You tweeted the other day like, oh, we're just gonna ignore how this judge was hit who <laughs> happens to have something to do with the Epstein case. Yeah. And then I was like, I didn't even piece that together because it was misinformation presented to me oh, yeah. as hey, this judge, she had her uh <laughs> Your son was killed. I'm like, oh, that son must have sucked. Uh, and then and then it's just like folks, the dude uh, was dressed
0: up. You're going to no, want, you're- you're want to go on to uh, blackinfowars.com. Uh, Blacked Infowars. It's Infowars for black people. Folks, I've Jesus. made a website. And um, you're going to want to see Barack Obama has been on the streets of Portland grabbing protesters, putting him into his van, making them listen to Michelle's new podcast. It's deplorable. It's awful. Jesus. Oh my God. Like, was that, was that your, uh, Rush Limbaugh? (laughs) That was my, that's like my Alex Jones Rush Limbaugh. (laughs) It's my conspiracy theory voice. Dude, Um, I know that was, that's a wild story. I mean, if anybody knows about it, it's basically, they're just uh, grabbing protesters into putting them in unmarked vans, driving off. And also just to go back
1: real quick to the Ghislaine Maxwell thing, which Mm -hmm. like, do you know how bad you have to be to get me to know how to pronounce that name? Like, (laughs) oh, am I saying it wrong? No, Ghislaine. Like we're, I'm saying, like I can't believe I know how to say this name. I say Ghislaine. Well, I don't. Well, I mean, that's, that's what I'm what saying. I
0: do. I'm like, am I saying it wrong? I didn't know.
1: I think it's Ghislaine. Okay, but uh, but I honestly don't know. But what I was gonna say is, she was like, "Let me out of prison. They're gonna kill me in here." And we're like, <laughs> "We know. Tell us now. <laughs> Tell us right now. That's we so know. Of course they will."
0: Yeah, it's totally fine. They have to just keep moving her from cell to cell. Totally normal. There's not at all any problems with it. And that's the thing. When I kind of was like, I raised an eyebrow about the judge being, or her family having a hit, it would appear on it. Uh, People were like, that's not even related to the Epstein sex trafficking case. And they're like, it's related to the Deutsche Bank thing. I was like, Deutsche Bank is the most corrupt bank yeah. ever. And I'm not trying to feed conspiracy theories, but really, I mean, what an odd response. No, yeah, they're like, that one actually
1: isn't about his sexual uh, misconduct. That one's about the billions and trillions of dollars a bank might lose. Yeah. Not- okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: I'm not trying to be Mr. Conspiracy Theory, but it's like, it does feel like they're doing things so out in the open that it's hard not to lose your mind. You know? You know what
1: I have a problem with that I just thought about? Like, imagine like, you were invited to Little St. James and like, we're going to give you a flight and sure, he's there, but you don't have to hang out with him. You don't have to take part in any of it. We got our own separate part of the island for good people. It would be tough not to be like, yeah, you know, to be like, I was stay in like the the nice point, man.
0: I mean, what is heaven if the existence of hell exists? You know what I'm saying? Like, how can you enjoy heaven if you know some of the people you know and love are in hell? So you have the same paradox if you have half of the island where the good people go here, and then s- awful, true detective sex crimes happen here. Right.
1: Well, <laughs> uh, my girlfriend just opened the door and is waving her arms wildly, shaking her head, no, don't say this into a microphone.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I mean, how have you um, been mentally since all this? Uh, I mean, it's like up and
1: down for sure. Like, I, I feel like we're all in uh we are all like— how we used to talk about uh, a grandparent a year before they died and they were alone like well you know how's you know how's marge well she's having a good day you know it's just like they're either have they're either good days uh, yeah. or bad she days they're awake. never
0: she was she was awake yeah. you know a, a I real to her. good day
1: she wasn't mumbling about death today <laughs> so i don't know i go in and out of good days and bad
0: days but i feel like right away you it's like you maybe had a better uh, mental health kind of plan than a lot of comics who are caught with their pants down because you already were like super into camping. And I feel like you just got out of the city immediately for like a yeah, month well, right away.
1: Yes. I luck. Well, I didn't luck out. It's the opposite of lucked out. Me <laughs> and my girlfriend both both lost. Bo- oh, she had two jobs. I had, yeah. you know, I, w- I was working mm-hmm. and all the road That work, was immediate. You know, yeah and just like you know yeah I it was great. I was very busy and I was loving it, but um she has she had two jobs at two different restaurants and then those got shut down, and I was just like, you know, it was like a moment of like, hey, when do we both have time off that it's acceptable for us to bail and we went to Utah for like two weeks and it was like really great and mm-hmm. It was, like, right at the beginning. And I remember, like, I was taking, like, you know, just, like, Instagram or whatever story, and, you know, because I like that sh- dumb shit about, like, hey, you know, Utah. <laughs> no, and then people were, good. like, like messaging, like, responding, like, hey, fuck you for, like, telling people to, like, get out of their houses. And then, like, in hindsight, that's exactly <laughs> what? what you sh- – you sh- yeah, they were, like, you should be outside. You should be camping. That is, like, the one socially acceptable thing to do. Right. It's, it's like <laughs>
0: – No, you called-, you called it, like, immediately. I mean, it's, like – it's so funny that people would like be yelling at people so early. I just, I guess Was no it, one knew what to do, but I mean like they're taking it out on you if they're like, right, how they're like, dare fuck you. you be, you know? How, <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> How dare you camp where you have to dig a hole and shit in it and then bury I it? I
0: almost left the country. I mean, you know what I mean? Like if I had been dude, posting about that, people would have been like, you're just as bad because now you're going to spread the disease. And it's just like, we were, dude, I don't know if the roads are going to be closed in a week
1: yes exactly we fucked up i was talking with nick rutherford about do we take a secret vacation to hawaii for a month mm. and the answer is we should have we should have just <laughs> gone there rented an airbnb on in fucking maui and just like hold up down there and done our work from there and not told anybody about it would have been like the actually safe thing to do
0: yeah damn <laughs> i know it's, in hindsight it's, we're all like that's Fuck. pretty good i mean you could swim out there what about um what about those islands just off of California?
1: The Channel Islands? I looked <laughs> into them. You can they're open and you can camp on them right now. Um but you gotta like portage your own water and stuff, which seems hard. Uh but yeah. I, I don't know. How, in, yeah, how into just been, the
0: roughing it part are you? Like
1: uh I mean I'm getting better at it. Um G- Gab's my girlfriend and I just planned for our birthdays this uh it's called Black Canyon camping where you have to portage all your own water, and then you kayak around the Colorado River at different campsites. So nice. literally you have to take all the water you're drinking, all the food you're eating, and get it into a kayak for three days. So, Yeah,
0: that's how you die. I mean, there's no way 100%. you don't die. Can I give you a gun? And can I also make <laughs> Kevin Bacon come with you? Oh, I do. <laughs> From the River Wild? We were oh, yeah, tubing bro.
1: last week, and I made a River Wild <laughs> reference last week, about. Uh, and somebody was like, What are you talking about? I was like, Gosh, dang!" I was like, That's John C. Riley and Kevin Bacon. We got to go. Oh, and shit. Like, I
0: forgot John C. Riley was in that.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's awesome.
0: Yeah, with his Muppet ass voice.
1: Hi. Right. Yeah. Hey, listen, my friend's going to kill you. That's an incredible John C. Riley. <laughs>
0: It's so bad. No, it's, it's so great. fucking bad.
1: You know who my favorite my favorite guy to hear about is your dad. How's your dad handling this?
0: He's um, up and down, you know. I think mm-hmm. um, he was maybe a little bit more prepared because he liked... because he's
1: a doomsday prepper almost.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he kind of a, he segued in pretty gently, but I think um, I do kind of worry, you know, because. Um, my, my folks' mental health, I'd say this is maybe the saddest I've really seen them in a long time, you know? Wow. It's pretty, it's uh, pretty hard, you know?
1: Really? Where do they live that it's affecting them? Like, because my parents mm. live in Iowa. I will give you, I will tell you straight up, this has not gotten to <laughs> Iowa. Not one bit. No? I Dude.
0: Iowa's still free?
1: Well, my fuck, brother in Iowa, dude. My brother has spent the whole summer touring with his son's little league team.
0: <laughs> like, that's, that's awesome. What it, that's so fucking yeah. awful. M-
1: my dad sold fireworks and lived in a fucking parking lot out of Walmart, and like that's what he did <laughs> for the Fourth of July. Dude, and I, now uh, I
0: get with the with the roughing it is <laughs> where the direct line is coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. without question, just uh, yeah, <laughs> stay in a parking lot as they well, do.
1: He did. To be, fa- to be fair, he told me he didn't. It, it was very hot, and mm. uh, he wouldn't do it again. I was like, "No, that's understandable because this is definitely the first summer you've ever spent in Iowa." Oh, you didn't know it got hot. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> Damn, man! I'm mean, like, I—that's hysterical. You didn't even have like a cooling situation. I knew. No, I knew somebody. He, stood it turned at, into a man, like a so- like, It would yeah.
1: turn into a sauna f- night. It was like a soft insane. top tent. Yeah, he's, it was. It was. I mean, dude, I love my dad, but like.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm know, saying. I, I think we have a similar I, situation where we both hardcore relate on that. Yes, we both and, love our dads, but then sometimes when we talk about him, we're like, "Oh, I didn't realize I was raised by a maniac."
1: Well, I was. I was call. I called him when I found out that he was doing this because it was the first year he's done it, and. You know, then I'm asking him about Trump and like, I, I, he, you know, he's like still anti-Biden and pro-Republican or whatever. And then I was just like, man, give everybody like give him breaks and stuff like that. And my dad's like, oh, it took you like only 10 years in California to get all liberal. And then I go, you live in a parking lot. You cannot tell me about my mental health. And then I was telling him, I was like, it only took you. It only took me to live in Iowa for 10 years before you lived in a goddamn parking lot. Turns out I'm the only thing that was keeping you fucking normal. Yeah, it was great. Like it was, we actually really bonded over it.
0: Yeah, because we both think the
1: other one is out of their mind.
0: The honesty is definitely coming out a lot more with all of this. Yeah, it's like the bullshit level is so unnecessary. So you're just like, let's just be honest all the time. Yeah, it's kind of like we all
1: have Aspergers now a little bit about (laughs) politics. It's like no, there's no middle ground. Like, which have you seen Love on the Spectrum?
0: Yeah, but not really like the whole thing. But I know what you're talking about. I watched like f-
1: four episodes last night. It's incredible. Looks good. It's really good and like super endearing and done well and really just fucking hell. They as give well. the winner
0: like, Asperger's, right? Like they're like, who um, will be getting love on the spectrum?
1: No, the opposite. They uh, have a, a cure that only one of them gets.
0: <laughs> no, it was great because uh, the ad was very sincere for it on Netflix where the. the um, the woman's talking and she's kind of like just talking very normally about it. And you're like, I know so many people with Asperger's. It's so normal. Like, yes. it's kind of it's it almost feels like that shows up like maybe five years too late. But right. But, but, it, um, but you know, yeah, it, exactly. I would like, <laughs> like to see okay. somebody. <laughs> sure.
1: Just it's so it's really wonderful. You would dig it. Um,
0: so where are your parents living now? They still live in Virginia. They still live in the same uh, town.
1: Yeah. OK. And it's. They're after like quarantine and stuff there. Like, I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, it's like the fact that they couldn't go places and then like friends don't want to visit, I think, mm -hmm. and then like family can't visit also. Yeah. So it's like, I, I think there's a level of loneliness, you know?
1: Yeah. My joke about like my relatives who are upset. Uh, that you know they were self quarantined. I was like, never have so many people been angry that they couldn't leave their house they never left before. <laughs> you didn't
0: yeah. go anywhere. Yeah, other than the loss of work, I got to say it's a pretty lateral move for me. Yeah, well. and it's if anything, it's made me step up and be like, oh, maybe podcasting is more so the future than like you know, whatever, t- whatever. Touring. St- yeah, yeah, doing a fucking, I kind of wonder what, like, here's what I think would be awesome for you to do um, with the camping experience. You should do live shows outside at, like, national parks. And you, like, you just put out an invite and see who shows up.
1: Yeah, that didn't back, that hasn't backfired for anybody.
0: <laughs> you go, you touch hands, you am yeah, um, the, the, the new. Chi-
1: I'm the new chain smokers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, I'm the new. They just I'm, get into I'm the new, yeah, Okay. Come on. I'm the new. I'm
1: the new fighter and the kid. Did you hear about those fucking? Did you hear about those guys?
0: <laughs> Dude, it's my life. It's the funniest thing that's ever happened. Those dudes. And uh, I called. I called it immediately. Where I was like,
1: "Well, tell the tell your listeners what the, these guys did. I can't. Brian oh, okay, Callen yeah, and yeah. Brendan Schaub.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, There's a handful. In the others. middle
1: of the pandemic. Went and like mocked COVID on stage to sold-out shows in Texas, yeah.
0: and immediately got it. immediately spread and, it. Also, um, oh. knowingly, probably really spread it. And like I said, like you know, is it any wonder that like their their fans are that dumb that they're probably the types of people who would spread COVID? But then it's I, like, I, what's the motivation? Because all these guys are like fucking millionaires. And I was like, they're the last comics who are like in a desperate situation. And so I just publicly said, I was like, I bet it's because all of them want to go cheat on their awful wives. <laughs> and then literally, <laughs> comics started DMing me fucking screenshots and being like, uh, yep. Uh huh. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, dude, I love being smart. <laughs> yeah.
1: I can't, yeah, I can't. I, I was like, I definitely don't want to be the first one out there. Um, I have a friend of ours who I respect was like, he was offered pretty good money, $3,000 to go to D.C. and do like the draft house. And um, I was like,
0: I like the draft house.
1: Look, I wouldn't do it. But if you do do it because you need the money, you got to do it in secret. You can't Mm. promote this shit. And he was like, Mm. he thought about it and then didn't do it because i was like do it but only if you, like you need to feed
0: your family you know and it's weird to do it when you don't need to do it dude that. the wild one right now is tj miller like is what's he what's he doing just just living life man acting like it's not happening he literally has geared his tour to be like laughter's the best medicine tour
1: oh no i've <laughs> i think i think that's Dude. what where, wherever those dudes performed in uh in el paso or wherever the hell they were it on the website because i read about it i couldn't believe it on the website it said laughter is the best yeah. medicine yeah, yeah you know what no
0: be- medicine is the best medicine that's why we Comes use it first when people and are that's hurt. why
1: oh i only perform
0: at the cough box <laughs> in el paso texas this man's bleeding to death he needs robin williams life at the met now, <laughs> screen it for him. Show just uh, just man. play him the audio. The man needs a giggle yeah it's like i mean so th- stupid. this is where
1: this is where we were really effed up by not just lean like two years ago when it was headed that way not leaning into like being a men's rights <laughs> com- comedian because those are the guys who have no problem going out and performing live right now and making money because people yeah. do want to go see comedy mm-hmm. and i understand wanting to go and see it because it is fun and it is a release but i just don't want to be the dude doing it right now
0: Yeah, I think there's a difference, though, also. It's like, you know, I don't know if these are the types of people who just love stand-up comedy as an art form. It's like, these are people who are just meathead fans. And then they're also the types of people who would put themselves at risk or just, like, not give a fuck. And, like, you know, the outrage over being asked to wear a mask or, like, it's like, yeah, so I just have very little sympathy, kind of, you know? No, no, I, I have no sympathy for, for like the, the dudes but who I do, openly mocked it. But him, I hear you but, with like, when it comes down to like money, uh, th- that's a total decision I could totally understand, but it's like, you know, it's all these millionaires doing it first and foremost. Right, and I was just like, like, like I was like, fuck? look, you know?
1: Yeah, I was, it's our, fr- our friend, I was like a kid and I was, and you know, all his yeah. money went away and I was like, look, man, I don't know if you need the money, but if you don't, don't do it. Um... And also, just, like, be fucking smart. What what was it going to say? Oh, so your idea about the National Park show, <laughs> I w- had that, like, a long time ago with our friends, uh, Rory Scovel and Andy Haynes, of going, camping in Joshua Tree, and then just walking around with a little flyer, like, oh. hey, comedians tonight over at this little uh, natural amphitheater. Um, and it would be, like, really fun, because, you know, it's not like... That's perfect. You, these people would come and see, not saying I'm good, but you get to see Andy Haynes and Rory Scovel. You get to see, like amazing comedy. That sounds while great. That sounds amazing. Yeah. But then, you know, naturally we never did it. But it was just like all bullshit talk.
0: Oh, you mean you just had the idea? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're like,
1: that'd be really fun and it. Would, I don't think it's too pretentious. No, not at all.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I, and I think that's the way I want to see it come back. You know, like, it's going to... You know, once there's actually just uh, health and safety regulation in place at all, that might be a first step. But then like when it starts coming back, I want to be like, I could see this being like how folk music kind of divided rock and roll, where like they just needed to do their own thing. And there'll be like the comics who do these outdoor shows that are like super, you know, precautions are taken. And then there's the people who are like, pack it out, baby. Like... We're yeah. just gonna you know pack in this, you know, bomb shelter and fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was sixty dollars to die. Can you imagine paying I, fucking eighty bucks to die, <laughs> dude? That chain, that
1: Chainsmokers concert was like two thousand five hundred dollars <laughs> when it
0: started. Good, it started. Good, dude. That's Fire Island two or Fire Fest two, dude. Oh yes.
1: Also, my joke was that God was like, you made fun of those nice kids who went to Firefest. Now the fucking Earth is Firefest. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is firefest. It's this is all fuck Jerry now.
0: <laughs> Damn. Like really good point.
1: <laughs> um yeah, cuz like hey, these are just idiots who are trying to have fun and you laughed at. It. You made two documentaries about these kids. Um yeah. So you know they what I'm to exactly. what I Bl- to
0: see Blink 182. Exactly. I want to
1: see They want to see Blink, on Blink 182 on what was 182. Yeah, they want to see Blink 182, and what was pitched to them as a complete lie? How dare them! (laughs) Like, um, yeah, that's a good point, dude. I also, what I'm annoyed is, I was shooting my uh, a special, uh, filming April second at Best Fish Taco, and I had to fight and fight and fight to do an outdoor show because they're like yeah we don't want to do it outdoors what if a fire truck rolls by i'm like that's great that's part of the fucking show and i and i finally got all through the bullshit and they agreed and we signed the contracts and then now it's gonna look like always doing an outdoor show because of covid i'm like no
0: i was doing it before uh, oh, and i wanted to always do it dude i literally i felt like it might be too touchy a thing because we had talked about it right before that date and everything and like i figured it maybe didn't get shot and like it did not get shot you didn't get shot? I didn't.
1: No, yeah. I couldn't do it, but I'm going to eventually do it. Mm-hmm. And now
0: I don't want it to look like
1: I'm, I don't want to look like a, tr- like, a, like.
0: I see. I yeah, mean, I, yeah, like
1: a fucking, like one of those, like, uh, hey, I'm a great guy. I shot it outside. Mm-hmm. You know, like I wanted well, to just do it because it was different.
0: Yeah, I hear you. You know,
1: it'll be fine. I'll, here's how yeah. I'll combat it. Sardine pack them in. <laughs> I'll do
0: a no-mask outside show. No, you got to do the car specials where people are in their cars. Those are great. Oh, no, that sounds terrible. It's gonna be awesome, dude. Well, here's the thing. I I know like Chappelle in a lot of ways is um, you know especially to like listeners of this podcast it's probably maybe a little controversial, but you know I think in a lot of ways he's he's shown the way for comics to to self shoot or to do stuff. And when yeah. he did his outdoor thing it was great as, as like powerful as it was that was like he is again showing comics like right away he was able to shoot something outside everyone felt safe i think a lot of comics looked at that and was like that's how you do it that's how you do an outdoor show yeah. and i mean like yeah i think um there there could be i so in other words that's just maybe the new standard that's just the new way that shit is going to be shot for fucking 5 years or more you know like Ugh. I, and that's—I think it'll only get better and better. I really do.
1: Right, I know, I know. I, I just don't even know. Like, I had a—I had a stage fright dream last night of like <laughs> where I was like nervous to go on stage. I was like, what the
0: fuck? It's gonna be so wild to do it again. Like, I—I've yeah. been kind of cocky that for a while, where I was like, now nah, I'm like the best I've ever been, and I feel like I could <laughs> pick it back up. But now I'm starting to be like, no, nah, I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna be—it's gonna be shaky for, Dude, for a minute. So yeah,
1: so. Before my before my tour, before my special, I was like, put me in all of the, like, I'll do any club. I'll do any club for the two months leading up to it. <laughs> and I did, like, a bunch of ones that I wouldn't normally do like like uh the syracuse funny bone it's in a mall it's on the fourth floor of the third biggest mall you know and and i did like the albany funny bone it's in a mall like i did all these (laughs) mall clubs that i've said no to my whole life and i was like you know what it's what it's gonna pay off in the long run when i shoot that special because i'm gonna be so Mm -hmm. good and tight Mm -hmm. you know and then uh i did all those shows no special i'm like wow fuck i just (laughs) spent up two months in malls and I don't even get to do the payoff, but, um,
0: <laughs> damn. Well, you got to yeah. see a lot of cool, like, you know, auntie Ann's uh, pretzels. Dude, I-,
1: I saw so many cell phone repair kiosks. <laughs> I'll never like, it was,
0: I can't believe it still happens. I mean, if it's a strong market or like if that club has made its audience that I could see that, but it's more like malls don't work anymore. So well the that, the one that's the yeah. hard thing I have with like uh comedy clubs inside of malls now, you know.
1: Well, uh, I agree. I will say the uh Albany and Syracuse, the I don't the people those people um haven't heard of Amazon. I don't know what's up. But these malls were bumping. <laughs> and they the, it was crazy. It was the shows were great. I was so I was I'm just so used to malls equal bad and then I did it and I'm like no, no, these these are great. You know what the most um, wild
0: shit I've seen in malls or before all this was was um, seeing physical Amazon stores. Oh wow, that were going to be coming <laughs> out. And I was like, how? Cr-? And it's like in the same places that used to be like Barnes and Nobles and Borders. Right. So you're just like, it's this weird effect of like, I've, this reality has happened where you yeah. crushed all those people, and those people crushed the bookstores that were there before them. And mm-hmm. it's like, who's is money real? It's, has anybody actually ever bought a book? Has anyone yeah. ever paid full price for a book? <laughs> or is it all at a loss? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I it's
1: it's so wild. But yeah, just malls are are, are crazy. Like there's it's so a throwback weird.
0: to like heyday of capitalism. The eighties. Yeah. It's yeah, just like it yeah, exactly. doesn't make sense really.
1: No, it didn't add up at all. Like <laughs>
0: it's a section the- of the internet. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was. So there was a brick and mortar hot sauce, like not a kiosk, like like a full on, yeah. k- like KB toy store size. Try all the hot sauces. Yeah. I and mean, the only the only good joke I got out of that was, uh, hot sauce is the only uh, food item where they we uh, we love domestic
0: violence. <laughs>
1: Do you know what I mean? It's always just like. Yeah. Slap your mama! Yeah. This is
0: gonna fucking get like, and then um, trauma of all kinds. There's like blazing inferno. You're like, oh yeah, no. like
1: I was this like this one's called Punch a Bitch,
0: <laughs> the Chris Brown hot sauce. Yeah, yeah, Chris yeah. Brown's Punch a Bitch. Um, geez, I feel like those kinds of stores they make sense only in an airport now. Like if I see yes. a hot sort, if I see a hot sauce store in a fucking airport and i've got a layover i'm going in i'm gonna go check that it sounds, out that sounds very fun you're that right. sounds really cool and those are malls that kind of, i mean now they don't make sense because no, who, who's fucking traveling but i mean yeah if you're gonna be any kind of like knickknack store and shit i don't know oh man i was
1: joking about um do you know like boy what boyd's bears are these little figurine collectibles. I don't know. My don't mom know. doesn't like um, Bernie Sanders, and I'm, I was such a. I love Bernie Sanders so much, and I was like, you know what? If if Bernie Sanders wins, mom, he's gonna personally come and collect your Boyd's bears and give them to everybody. That's what he's gonna do. I was like, What do you think he's gonna do, mom? He's, like, he's gonna be
0: fine. Bear socialism. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> man, it's funny because you can't even paint like. Um, the awful narrative to like republicans it feels because they seem to have already bought into like if democrats are in charge it is going to be socialism soldiers shooting children on the streets yeah and i'm kind of like it sounds like kind of what's already happening right now i don't i don't know what level of authoritarian (laughs) you know shit you need to get at where you're like oh we're the bad guys you know
1: well i'm just like i'm so fucking grumpy because i feel i hate joe biden so much and i feel like Mm. he is a republican and the new, the like he's what republicanism yeah. is, and then Rep- the Republicans are extreme right. So it's either right or extreme right. Oh, yeah, fuck both of those. And I remember like when like Bernie was running against Biden, and my dad's like, I I I, I could ne- I couldn't vote for Bernie. He doesn't like Donald Trump, uh, but he's like. If Biden wins, I think about voting for him. And so when Biden, you know, rigged his way to the fucking election and, and, uh, and fucking Amy Klobuchar and all those other people who were beating him dropped out for no reason. Um, I was like, well, at least maybe, you know, this will swing conservative mm-hmm. voters who were like, I would vote for the conservative Democrat. And I call my dad. He's like, no, no, no. I can't vote for that guy either. I was like, God, no, maybe. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> yeah, if they just crush all of the dreams and leave no options, I think then people will vote blue no matter who. <laughs> you know, if you run on a campaign of beating Donald Trump, or I'm not Donald Trump, or Donald Trump's such a bad guy, I think that's going to sway a lot of people. Um, Dude, it is
1: a nightmare.
0: Yeah, it's, it's an hard. absolute dystopian nightmare. Well, I do think there's some <clears throat> benefits to Biden. Like, I do hear you. I mean, he's been kind of— No, of course—of course, kind of a, of course I'm going to vote for him. Mm-hmm.
1: Of course—yes, of course I'll vote for him. But like, I had a joke before Trump got elected, like— I kind of want him I kind of want him to win cuz I want to see if the president has any real power and then I'm like oh fuck they do too much in fact way too much Yeah uh anyway yeah it's it's not good I just want him to What's your goal for Trump after... Let's say he loses in 2020. I want him to live long enough to be spit on. You know what I mean? But I don't think he will. I think he's just going to hole up at, around fucking his like oh, resorts.
0: Yeah. There's like a liberal delusion that I really love on Twitter where they're like, just waiting for the day Donald Trump's in his jail cell looking at oh. the cement wall. And like people like paint this narrative of like... They'll even respond to the president, which I think is hysterical, to be like, you, sir... I can't wait till you're in a padded cell because pe- oh. the American public will realize how cr- it's like, what? What do you think's going to happen here? He's very likely going to win again because there's this weird authoritarian sweep across the country. And mm-hmm. then, I, I mean, honestly, his children might be like the next people like Democrats really have to like get in line with some sort of uh, message. Dude, Instead of, like, yeah. uh, trying to <laughs> repress I, well, their dude, own party and stuff.
1: No, they repress their own party. I hate them so much. I fucking, they are a nightmare. I hate the DNC more than, the, at least the Republican, mm. the RNC, or whatever the fuck they're called. They're at least united in hate. The DNC just fucking eats itself. I, I think that there is a, more of a problem with them. I read this book uh, about Nazi hunting the other day, written by Bill O'Reilly. Didn't realize who had written it before I picked it up. Um, <laughs> and. and I just How did I was you like, not
0: judge a book by its cover. At least the book was called bare minimum.
1: Killing, it was called Killing the SS. And I was just like, ooh, a Nazi hunting book. I just finished all of the Game of Thrones and I wanted some historic. I'd put myself in a Game of Thrones prison for like almost a year. Those
0: books take way too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that
1: guy should be in fucking. Somebody should put him in prison. He, did publicly, Georgia he did
0: publicly promise that if he wasn't done by July 29th, 2020, that his fans could imprison him. I'm being completely serious. <laughs>
1: well, he should be imprisoned prison for the things he wrote, because he wrote some fucked up shit. I almost threw a dance with dragons in the fire, because he made me read about how one of his beloved characters raped the other one in vivid detail. I was like, I don't want to read about Trigger this. warning. What do you
0: do You should put that on yeah, the front, he- at least. Yeah. Hey, this one sucks. This contains, That's what you should put This on. contains dragon rape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trigger warning. But, dragon rape. Anyway, sorry. I'm, I'm
1: reading, and this is like, this is like the truth which, about like the Nazi hunting. They really got away. Like, and they were reading about, they were talking about <laughs> Joseph Mengele and how like he's the angel of death or whatever, the fucking doctor of death, and how um, he wrote it in this way to make us like think that he got what was coming to him. And the fact is, Mengele died of a stroke swimming on a beach in Brazil in like 1979 and the, and the water filled his lungs and he had to think about what he did and <laughs> he like wrote it in this way that was like ha, he died I'm like, he, <laughs> he died 40 years later uh, on yeah. a beach in Brazil <laughs> That's like the last, as an the
0: old last man? photo of them alive is with the, like a coconut drink. And they're like, "Yeah." but as we all know, coconut is a diuretic. So yes. if he had lived, his life would have been filled with as much misery as yeah. the Holocaust, some would yeah. say. At, a,
1: at the ripe age of 112, he choked on a daiquiri well, and slipped on a banana peel <laughs> into a vat of jello. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know. He he died while getting a blowjob, and you're just like, in some ways, you might say it was the worst blowjob of his life. Yeah, dude. It was wild. That's bad. Yes. (laughs) Dude, you shouldn't be that upset about Nazis getting away, because... A lot of them, we bought. We got them. The United States, after the the war, really silenced how many we just got for all of our rocket division. Like, the reason there's NASA is literally from Nazi scientists we we took. And there is not a lot of moral gray area on a lot of those people. There's some scientists who maybe then, like, had Jews executed in, like, factories they were working in. And, like, they were just bad people. Like... No,
1: yeah. As soon as World War II was over, the United States was like, we're not worried about catching those guys. Yeah.
0: It, was just, it, was just, it was just the Mossad. If it was you, just if you the were, Mossad. If you were a Nazi scientist, you were also a Nazi. <laughs> they they kind of were like, oh, good, because now you can be a scientist because you're a right. Nazi. That's how you got yeah. to get up so high in our programs, you know, because you believe in Oof. racial dominance and shit. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> yeah no thank you and then oh
1: also there's this bar that all the nazis hung out at in Fuck. argentina um and it's still open and i gab's and i were gonna before Holy all this shit. quarantine we were gonna go to argentina I was gonna go to poisonous Aires and then camp down in the uh patagonia and i was like "Ooh, we got to go there and gab's once again the voice of reason was like you're not spending any money at the fucking nazi bar you can go there and break something <laughs> you go in there money. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was like, I was, it's, it's We're gonna go, place. dude,
0: I got fucked up at that old Nazi bar, man. I don't yeah, know yeah. what was, it is, man. She was like, go in there, steal
1: something and come out. I was like, that's a great point. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> that's funny because like all like that Nazi bullshit did actually start out in like beer halls. And it was just like men, you know, griping to each other about the government while drunk. And that's right. why they started going, yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah, hear you. It is the government. The Jew yeah. government. And yeah, just, Hitler got arrested just, at that. Yeah. He tried to
1: overthrow it. Like the Nazi party got like <laughs> imprisoned in a beer home because it was waste All wasted. the time.
0: Yeah, they sucked. Yeah. <laughs> they were just drunks. And what, what oh, happens? Don't, you give a drunk power. Hmm. You enable him.
1: You know, isn't it weird that Trump doesn't drink so he can't even blame it on anything? He can't even be like, oh, I did not mean kofifi." <laughs> Like that, he's like, I use every ounce of my.
0: It's worse in a lot of ways. It would be more convenient. I think he, I do believe the Sudafed thing. Um, Yeah,
1: I think that he's, uh, he's, he's like, you know, on amphetamines a
0: lot. (laughs) Yeah, like for frame of reference, I don't know. I know a couple good comedians who have done speed quite a bit. (laughs) And I can tell the difference when people are. Like, on it or off it. And you can tell sometimes he's slurring his words and he's very tired. And then other times he's very hip and he's he's mentioning, like, 50 things at once. And it's like, that's somebody who does speed. Like, that's just, you know.
1: Wow. Can you imagine, like, being the president? And before you go out to talk to your biggest enemy, the press, you do a weird drug (laughs) you do the you do the drug that makes you say the things that they attack you for and you're like i know how to fix it more speed
0: yeah the press has really reacted to me telling them to shut up nerds and uh i feel like if just more of that is going to be really effective
1: yes exactly
0: dude you know if man have you ever seen x-men first class if you like nazi hunting
1: yeah, no, I want the whole movie to be where he's just yeah. in Argentina sending coins through people's foreheads.
0: I pitch it all the time. I'm like, you could have made five Magneto movies where he's yeah. just hunting down Nazis using his metal powers. I think that'd be the yeah, coolest fucking thing in the world.
1: <laughs> 1,000%. That, movie, that part of the movie's the coolest thing of all time. And then they're like, no, the kids are on, a, on an island. No.
0: <laughs> Dude, I had the dumbest uh, comic book idea. Can I pitch it? Okay. Can I pitch it to you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I'm going
1: to tell you how I auditioned. I got kind of far in audition to be an X-Man one
0: time. Shit. Yes. This is great. Okay. So okay. It's it's dumb. So basically, it's somebody who's like my power. I can control animals. And they're like, oh, that's amazing. Like you talk to animals? And he's like, no, I control them, like Magneto. And it's like he can like levitate just animals around, and just like <laughs> he's just like bopping them around. And he's just like, yes, I control them.
1: Yeah, like somebody comes into his jail cell, the jailer, and somebody <laughs> put a fucking hamster up his ass. And he just...
0: Yeah, Mystique comes in with a fucking hamster yeah. up her ass, and like yeah. it gives it to him. Hey, here you go, and then he just spins the hamster it around, flies around, and starts going through people's necks.
1: Yeah, destroys the cell.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. nice. That's what I think would be uh, cool.
1: That's a great one. I like Please it. Please tell so me, I, dude. I had an audition back when I was getting like crazy auditions for like one year right after SNL and yeah. it was for, it was like an untitled, uh, you know, X-Men thing um, and it was like, don't say X-Men when you go in. Also, you have to shave. I've never, you've never had to shave for an audition before and it was like, and here's a fake side, you're gonna, you're a quote unquote mechanic um, but this is what this guy is. guy's like and so I go in, It said a bungalow on like the Sony lot or whatever, the I don't know which lot it was again, but it's yeah. like, yeah. just like me and, a lady in there, and, and it's very, it's like, you know, an audition where there's nobody else there. I just walk in and she's like, okay, let's do this. And we walk in this other room. And I was like, okay, real quick, I know I'm not supposed to say anything, but <laughs> would this character perhaps have claws in his hands? <laughs> and she's like, I can't say that I know what you're talking about. I go, okie dokie, should I behave like my laser eyes are going <laughs> apart? Because I'm just fucking around. I love she's it. Dude. Like, this, I, this, she's this like, she's like. Yeah, she's like, I, I, I cannot <laughs> talk about what you're saying. Mm. And I'm like, whatever, whatever, let's do it. And then we do it once, and she was like, we just stay here? And I was like, whatever, I don't care. And she leaves and brings back another guy, and I was like, oh, okay. And he, she was like, hey, let's play around a little bit. We go through it together. He's like, okay, hold on, let me go get, he goes and gets two other guys, and they leave me in that room for a minute, and when they left, that's when it went from <sighs> old cocky Mick, I'm not going to get X-Men to like, I might be an X-Man. Yeah. And they came in and I shit the bed so hard. I was shaking and stuttering. And they were like, well, he was doing good a minute ago. And I was like, if I had the part, I would do good. And it would suck mm-hmm. so bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy to relax once you've already got it. Then I'm Mr. Amazing. But and it's easy every to, it's audition, I've like, almost cried. I've, yeah. I've been shaking, stuttering. Oh, yeah.
1: I, I know. I know. Yeah, I just, like, dude, I had to, like, go to a breathing exercise guy, but, yeah, it was nuts, and I don't even know what part that was for what movie, but it was, like, you weird how to- it was, like, does this happening?
0: Yeah, I mean, they kind of fucked you up by having multiple men in the room and having him come in and out, and... Uh-huh. Yeah, just, hey, gotta go get this guy, gotta go get this guy. Wait, yeah, what? it's how- like, it's the- like, are, am I on scare tactics? Is this the Jamie <laughs> Kennedy experiment? Like, oh, what is the, the the rub there? But you yeah, took, but uh, you took breathing exercises for to get better, like yeah. I went anxiety. and talked to a
1: sports psychologist who deals with like professional athletes and their nerves, and mm. then he taught me to you know what to do to like free journal for ten minutes before, Whoa. and then do this breathing exercise, and it just really like lowers your heart rate mm. and gets you thinking freely, and it like, um, like, fucking really helped. Wow. Honestly, That's yeah, it's it, like changed everything. It was it was uh, very helpful.
0: Like, how long did it take for that lesson to even happen? I mean, how uh, long? Me did it take
1: me shaking to teach you? for about five years in auditions before my agent was like, "You gotta stop
0: shaking." And then when he uh, was teaching you, I guess is what I'm saying is like, how long did it oh, take was, to learn? Oh, that was that was one ou- one kidding. hour of
1: just he just gave me exercises really? on like things to steady myself. There's, prin- yeah. there's
0: principles there very similar to like uh, transcendental meditation and like just relaxing mm-hmm. your heart rate, but that's a much longer course and like they they make a big deal about like we can't just tell you how to transcendental right. meditate. It's a it's a little bit of a journey of the heart, right? And then you have well, to give also- a love letter to their leader, which I was like cult, cult, ugh. Possible calls. Well, what
1: what what took me away from what this guy was saying uh, was in the middle of our like quote unquote lesson. His uh, in the other room, a bird started going crazy. He was like, That's, <laughs> don't ignore my bird. He was
0: like, That's what gets me. My anxiety is a fucking bird. <laughs>
1: and yeah, it was tough to be like, oh wow, I'm listening to a guy who has a bird. That's He's like, what are you doing?
0: Yeah, I went to um, a hypnotist at one point, point. Uh-huh. and. Um, he was such a scam. Like, it was so funny. Like, yeah. he he didn't have a bird, but it was like, he was like a bird kind of guy. If you get... He's, he just, <laughs> like, he ra- radiated like weird energy and like um, everything had just a weird air about how he was talking. But then like when he did hypnosis, he was like, um, you know, like the first time that I, I felt something. Like I was like, there's definitely something that you feel. So it's up to you to then put worth on that but then he was like okay now that you're very very relaxed and uh, you know you're in this void in your mind he was like i want you to find your spirit animal and oh, i almost no. ca- i like literally almost fucking cracked up cuz i wasn't expecting that like out of nowhere He's Uh throwing, like, fight club, like, level Mm -hmm. psychology at me. And, like, I was like, okay. He's like, I'll tell you what your spirit animal is. It's a wolf. (laughs) So that was weird. He told me I'm a wolf. And I was like, I can see it. yeah. Yeah. That's why I talk like this. Because I'm a wolf. (laughs) It's like have you it was like he didn't know me. It was such a hysteric and I was like, I checked out years later, like someone was just like, Yeah, my hypnotist hypnotist said I was a wolf. <laughs> like, apparently it's a very common thing to tell people who seem very yeah. weak and need help. I <laughs> mean, like, it adds up to me. Yeah. I got um I
1: got kicked out of I, I tried to go to an acting class and I got kicked out of it because I just in the middle of it was like, this is bullshit. Uh <laughs> because it is the, t- well it's not it's not if you go in believing it and you you buy in and i just wasn't buying in i was doing it to appease my reps uh because they were like you got to figure out how to act and i was like i don't mm-hmm. i already know and mm-hmm. i don't um and uh my teacher was like a girl younger than me and i didn't love that and i was this is when i was like 26 or something and she'd like one day she like brought in a thing and uh and she like gave it to everybody. And she had us all do a weird audition for like the CW, like uh, for like the girl part in the CW. She's like, we're going to work on this today. Okay. And then she was giving us so many notes on what we need to do. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Why aren't we? And then at the end of the day, she was like, do you guys want to know a little secret? And we're like, what? And she's like, that's I booked that part. And that's how I did it. And I was like, I didn't come here for you to fucking brag for an hour. Like what? You're nuts. Yeah, and um, the owner of the studio had to, like, talk to me. And she's like, you cannot yell at your teacher. I was like, that's fine. I'm done coming here.
0: Oh, my God, dude. What is the Burning Bridges shit with you of, like... (laughs) I was going to say, because, like, you know, I've known you for a while. And I knew you when you were basically a scientist still. Just, you know, you'd been doing comedy for a while, but you had a regular job.
1: Yeah, well I just I've always respected Given the same amount of respect That I've been given That's Mm -hmm. it Like if you don't treat If you treat me like an asshole I'm going to treat you 100% like an asshole Mm -hmm. And if you're in a power position I'm still going to treat you like an asshole You treat me like an asshole Like that's why I got fired From my first biomedical engineering job I didn't like my boss She was awful Second engineering job Loved my boss Worked very hard there Like it's Mm -hmm. just like I will match But you put up with nothing Put up with nothing And uh, (laughs) it hasn't really
0: worked out (laughs) <laughs> i don't know i mean it's like it's healthy because i'm envious i look at like what you're saying is very natural that you have those impulses but then i think a lot of people live in fear and don't act on that stuff but you've time and time again been like fuck this shit and like very <laughs> loudly or publicly you know like try to burn a bridge almost which is yeah, funny well, was just for like, sure funny funny
1: funny funny i funny. mean like Like I mean, after SNL, like when I was talking, how like fuck
0: that show. Like (laughs) when you when it was over, what was the tweet? Like, I
1: (laughs) tweeted fired from New York at Saturday night, and then my reps were like, I don't know if you should do that. I'm like, what are they gonna rehire me?
0: (laughs) Such dumb advice, dude. That show's for babies, you idiots. Stop giving a shit. (laughs) What if they're What if they're mad?
1: (laughs) And actually, it made them respect me a little more, and they gave me some other jobs off of it.
0: Yeah absolutely uh, i mean it's yeah i you've got always to, done the I funniest got to, option for sure 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 <laughs> sure
1: but it was just like what like, who what am i why do i have to suck up to a guy who just fired me he fired me and i don't mm. not it's not even mean i'm not even saying anything mean about it have you ever quit a job um like uh, uh like i've that? i've tr- Yeah. Well, not like that. Mm. I've never walked out on a job. I tried to quit my first job at a, at a cave and the lady wouldn't let me and I was too weak to say no. I've just been asked, I've done the whole, Hey, you're fired. No problem. That's happened a couple (laughs) of (laughs) times.
0: Brooks, you're fired. Um, yeah, well,
1: that's fine. I hate you.
0: (laughs) Dude. Thanks for being here. Uh, you were an amazing guest. Um, please. This is,
1: this is very fun. Thanks Hampton. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just enjoy talking to you. We, we A oh, few it's... weeks ago when we could still hang out, you and I walked around and had a wonderful time.
0: Yeah, I want to kind of do just more of that stuff. Oh, um, yeah. Do you have any stuff that you'd like to promote? Uh, your podcast entry level
1: oh yeah just listen to my podcast that's literally it just that's that's all i got going on right now just listen to that podcast
0: guys check out brooks's podcast and you can check out uh weekly patreon episodes that i put up on patreon.com slash y'all lever. uh i might not throw up an end to this uh but you guys thanks for listening and uh brooks thanks for being here it was super fun glad you're alive all right wow